Welcome to the Careers at ICE podcast, where we highlight career opportunities at U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, the hiring process, and how to put your best foot forward. Our special guests today are Enforcement and Removal Operations Academy Section Chief Frank Unger and Homeland Security Investigations Academy National Program Manager Todd Rignell. They are here to answer all our questions about the physical and mental challenges of preparing for training at the Academy and a federal law enforcement career. It's wonderful to have you both here. Um, thank you for being here. So let's just get right to it. Would you tell us about the mission of the HSI and ERO academies? And also, what is the relationship of the academies to the Federal Law Enforcement Training Center? Yeah, this is Todd Rignell from HSI. To, to start with the HSI Academy, um, it's, it's a fairly simple mission. We provide both basic and advanced training for special agents as well as other HSI employees and our foreign task force officers, too. Uh, this is Frank Unger from the ERO Academy, and we do basically the same mission. As we're here to train basic students and advanced officers in the deportation side of the house. And the uh, Both of these academies, the HSI Academy and ERO, are, are what's called FLETC partner organizations. So we're located here at the grounds of FLETC's uh, Glencoe Training Delivery Point, the largest site that FLETC has. Uh, as, as partner organizations, we provide detailed instruction to our trainees on site, but we also provide instructors to FLETC. We use the facilities here, lodge and feed uh, the trainees here. So that's kind of our, uh, our tie to FLETC. And the ERO basic training program here is an integrated training program with FLETC. We teach both Federal Law Enforcement Training Center lesson plans and ICE-specific lesson plans in regards to the deportation officers here at the academy. And a little bit different on the HSI side, um, our academy is standalone, um, but our trainees first go through a Fletzi Academy, the Criminal Investigator Training Program, referred to as CITP. It's a wholly Fletzi-owned and managed course that essentially all special agents in the 1811 job series complete the CITP course here at Fletzi Glencoe, with the exception of the FBI, DEA, maybe a few others. Uh, so the HSI Academy relies on FLETSI to provide this 56-day program to our trainees. In turn, we provide some detailed instructors to assist with the instruction. We help with some reviews of the program, um, but that, that program is fully run by FLETSI. After that's done, our special agent trainees complete the HSI special agent training program, um, which runs for 71 days here at FLETSI. But it's uh, while we're on the FLETSI site and use their facilities, it's, that program is managed and taught by HSI personnel here at Fletzi. At the Academy, you train both newly hired ICE employees and long-term ICE employees. So let's focus on the required training for newly hired ICRO deportation officers and HSI special agents. First, and let's start with ERO on this, would you please share us with us why excellent physical fitness is critical for professional law enforcement personnel? Well, I think overall physical fitness is important for everybody, uh, more specifically for a law enforcement officer or a federal law enforcement officer. You know, to add, some of our instructors tell the, uh, the trainees on the special agent side that when you join uh, you know, law enforcement, you give up your right to be out of shape. It's, it's not really all about you being in shape for yourself, but also for your partners, the safety of the public. So it's something much bigger than you to stay in shape. It's not like a member of the general public where it's, hey, I just want to stay in shape for me. There's much, something much bigger here. That makes total sense. And Todd, finishing that, um, Todd from HSI, ideally what level of fitness should the new employees already have when arriving at the academy for training? Well, for HSI, we have the, the physical fitness test. 
um, that we uh, require the employees to uh, the new special agent trainees to to pass when they arrive here, and uh, as soon if not already, they'll be passing it before they even come to the academy. So that's kind of like the benchmark, but we encourage people to certainly rise above that. There's a uh, this is a busy academy. We like people to to show up ready to train. We aren't really in the business here of getting people in shape from scratch. We expect people to show up in shape. They need to show up uh, ready to go and hit the ground running. Um, you know, both the academies here have their own physical fitness test, and uh, we expect a certain baseline of performance from the students when they arrive that they can show that they are physically capable of enduring and completing the training. Because as he has said, that it's it's in, it's a, a a bit of a, a stressful uh, time period for the students, both mentally and physical physically while they're here. And overall, a more fit student that leaves here. Uh, gives the field and the, the offices of, uh, of a fitter or better officer uh, for the future. So what are the specific physical fitness training criteria at the academy for all newly hired ICE employees? Um, I'm specifically wondering about, like, are there any differences between ERO and HSI personnel? Are there separate requirements for um, Fletzi specifically? Yeah, specifically, there are two different uh, tests, one for ERO and one for HSR. They are different. Um, for the ERO officers, when they decide that they uh, want to become an officer, they uh, put in for their positions. Um, they are selected. They're given a tentative selection letter. They are giving a pre-fitness test in the field. It's a stand and kneel test, and it's a push-up test and a uh, five-minute step test on a 16-inch riser. Um, if they pass that, they're cleared to come to the academy. Within the first three days on arrival at the academy, they have to do the PAA for the ERO officers, which is your uh, physical abilities assessment. It's a, it's a small obstacle course. There are eight total events in it or obstacles in the uh, test. Um, the trainee or student is started out seated in a vehicle with the seatbelt on hands on the steering wheel. The instructor will uh, ask him if they're ready. He'll say go. They exit the vehicle. The first obstacle that they have to uh, surmount is a six-foot wall. It is uh, 18 inches up. We give them a little step. We do show them the preferred method for getting over the wall. However, their goal at this point is just to get over the six-foot wall. Once they've gotten over the wall, the next obstacle is a culvert. It's a, a round concrete uh, sewer pipe. It is 36 inches wide, 8 feet long. They must, you know, crawl through that. The next obstacle past that would be a metal-framed window. They are required to step through the window. Um, the next obstacle after that would be the set of stairs. They have two sets of stairs. They have to go up one side and down the other. Uh, all this is done for a very specific time period. They have uh, two minutes to complete the course. After they complete the stairs, they go through another culvert. On the other side of the culvert is a 170-pound mannequin laying on the ground. They have to grab the mannequin by the arm and roll it over into the prone position. This uh, simulates using a bad guy that you need to roll over from their back to their stomach for handcuffing. The student is required just to roll this uh, dummy over. Then the, uh, as soon as they finish that, they are presented with another 170-pound mannequin. This is their partner who is it's an officer down drill where they have to lift the dummy up and move him backwards 50 feet. Um, and once they've completed the 50 feet, they set the dummy down. 
they have to go back over the wall and touch a cone in the front of the vehicle. Every obstacle is 20 feet apart and they have two minutes to do all of these events. And then after that, they change out into their running gear and we take them out to the uh, track and then they have to do a mile and a half run. Uh, their initial time when they arrive at the academy is 1630. Their graduation time for the mile and a half would be 1430. Uh, on the HSI side, our, our standards are, are a bit different than the ERO standards. Uh, to, just to be straight with the standards, uh, 32 sit-ups in a minute or less, a 220-yard sprint in 47.73 seconds or less, 22 push-ups in a minute or less, and a mile-and-a-half run in 14 minutes, 25 seconds or less. And those standards are on the, uh, the ice.gov career website, um, so that they're, they're well-published out there. So our special agent trainees will be taking that and passing that before they arrive to training. That's being implemented uh, as we speak. In training, once they arrive, they'll take that test three times, uh, the beginning within a few days of arriving, midterm about halfway through training where they transition from the CITP over to HSI SAT, and then at the end of training. They're expected to pass it each time um, as they go through there. There's no, uh, there's no sliding scale. There's no differences. Uh, among where they're at in training or differences among age or gender. That's the, the standards. Uh, additionally, uh, FLETSI has um, their own requirements, um, although uh, trainees aren't held to them in the same sense. They call it the phys physical efficiency battery or the PEB. Uh, they put that on in uh, a CITP, so our special agent trainees will complete that. Um, it's a shuttle run, a mile-and-a-half run, bench press, uh, sit and reach and body fat composition. It's graded on an average percentile across the different areas. Um, there's no passing score. Uh, everyone must take it and try their best. And at the end of CITP, uh, they take it once again. They take the PEB a second time. Uh, and the Fletzi staff expects to see some improvement. So that's the physical efficiency battery that Fletzi runs. And there, there's more information on that um, specific standard on the, the Fletzi website, uh, fletzi.gov. Are there any common physical challenges that you see potential candidates struggling with at the academy? The, the PFT is, is, I think Frank and I kind of noted, our PFT and, and the ERO um, physical training, it's kind of a bare minimum standard. One, one challenge we've seen is, is some uh, trainees show up and, and they may be at or near that standard. Our, our trainers ask everybody to be you know, 10 to 20% above that. Um, you know, for example, uh, around here, I run every day five or six in the morning. The, the, it's very humid here, even in the morning. You could be taking the PFT five or six, maybe seven in the morning, but, the, you know, this time of year in, in August, where it is right now, you know, it's in the mid-upper 70s. The heat index will be well into the 80s. If you've come from the West Coast, you've got a three-hour time change, you're not used to um, that heat and humidity, it can really affect you. So um, a challenge I've seen is, is, you know, those that say, okay, I can, I can meet these standards. I'm, I'm kind of right on the cusp. But um, you want to make yourself, I'd say, as far above that as you can be. And we say 10 to 20 percent, but um, make sure that even if you're not feeling great that day or you're dealing with these environmental um, issues, that you can still perform and make sure you can complete it uh, in the time that you need to. You know, I've been uh, involved in the physical training division and department here for ICE for since uh, 1998. I've been here for 20 years. Um, and just a generalized observation of mine is that over the 20 years that I've been here, I've seen a decline in upper body strength and cardiovascular endurance in the students that we are seeing come in through the doors nowadays. Um, our students are older now. We're getting a lot of uh, military veterans and things like that. Um, 
But I think that you know society itself has changed in the last 20 years. I think there's more people sitting on the couch playing games than that are out and being physically active. And we see a direct correlation to that here as far as doing push-ups and you know a lot of the physical training here that there that there's a definite uh, decline in upper body strength and cardiovascular endurance. Of course, you provide other types of training besides physical fitness. What other training do new employees receive? Uh, as I noted uh, when we started, uh, especially the trainees first complete the Criminal Investigator Training Program, or CITP. And that program, FLETC instructors and instructors from different agencies, including HSI, that are detailed to FLETC, instruct special agent trainees on topics such as criminal law, enforcement operations, courtroom testimony, basic firearms and tactics, and other, other interdisciplinary approaches to becoming a, an effective you know, criminal investigator in today's uh, environment. Um, they also participate as a member of a small task force and complete a continuing case investigation. In CATP, it starts on the very first day and ends on the very last day of CITP, uh, an actual you know, continuing case mock investigation that they complete. When they graduate from CATP, they, they come over to HSISAT, usually the very next day, and we build on that general criminal investigator knowledge that Fletzi teaches in CATP while focusing on the knowledge, skills, and the abilities that HSI special agents need in their first 12 to 18 months on the job on the southern border, where most of our new special agents are assigned to the southern border, so we focus on that geographic area. Um, we also focus on our diverse portfolio of programmatic areas that we investigate, which is vast. Uh, but, you know, much of the training is even rooted in our unique immigration and customs authorities. Um, like CATP, we have a lot of practical exercises. We try to replicate real investigations and tactical situations uh, as best we can. But we, we have a lot of knowledge that we try to, to say, cram into everybody in that, that short 72 days because we have a, a, a huge swath of investigative portfolios that HSI covers. Um, so we, we try to, to do our best to get that in there. But uh, the, the physical fitness is only a part of that training. There's a much more to it. Our program is different, obviously, than the investigative program. We're here to train deportation officers. Our missions are different in a lot of aspects. Um, the deportation officer program here is a 13-week integrated program with the Federal Law Enforcement Training Center. Um, while they're here, they're going to get a tremendous amount of training in law. It's Fourth Amendment, it's constitutional law, it's immigration law, and removal law. Along with that, there's going to be many practical exercises. Uh, we've, we've gotten away from a lot of the classroom stuff, and we're trying to do more uh, practical exercises and labs where they're, they're applying the knowledge that they get in the classroom into the everyday aspects of a deportation officer, such as reviewing case files, running record checks, finding the individuals. Uh, we use role players as the, the suspects. They have to you know interview them and process them. Uh, arrest them, transport them, and various uh, exercises like that. Um, they'll receive uh, a lot of firearms training. Um, they get the, you know the regular uh, pistol training, but they get some M4 and shotgun training. They'll get a lot of their basic police procedures from the physical uh, training division, such as some of these people have never carried a gun before. Um, they don't know how to arrest people, so they're given all that training, how to search somebody, how to handcuff them. Um, to include um, defensive tactics if the suspect gets out of control, how that they're going to be able to defend themselves and control an individual. Um, so we try and concentrate on a lot of different things while they're here. Once they've completed the basic program here, they have a five-week follow-on in Spanish where they are immersed in the Spanish language 
uh, and uh, they were required to pass that before they get their final graduation. Can you recall any successful or not so successful stories about new employees and training that may help those considering federal law enforcement as a career? You know, on, on a more of a, I guess, a, a broader level, uh, you know, it seems like everybody that comes here for training, all the, all the trainees have some type of, of stress at the academy, maybe training-based, academics, firearms, or tactics, but a, there's a lot of external stress. People many times are moving across the country, maybe buying, selling houses, dealing with family issues that are, you know, tied in with moving or just generally from being away from family. So some stressful situations here sometimes. Just on a general of success that we've seen with, with special agent trainees, and I don't think this is specific to HSI special agents, it's probably across the board for ERO and other programs here at FLETC. You know, those that are successful, they manage that stress appropriately. They maintain a positive attitude. They show up every day ready to train. Um, you know, they, they, they get along well with classmates. They need to talk about stressors. They, they talk with their classmates or others. They don't overindulge in alcohol. And as Frank and I have already noted, staying physically active um, is a big part of it. They get away from here in the weekends, travel. It's a great jumping off point to a lot of places to uh, to check out in the country that, you know, if you're going to be stationed not in the southeast, you may not otherwise um, uh, get to see. So just kind of on a more of a macro level, uh, I see a lot of success in those that can really manage the stresses of training internally and externally um, while while maintaining that really good attitude, that that desire to train, desire to learn, desire to share knowledge. And that's what the uh, instructors here want to see. And, and when those people get back to their field offices, I, I think that's what their coworkers and their supervisors also want to see, you know, motivation, um, ability to deal with stress appropriately, a, a good attitude. Could you both give groups some advice on how to prepare once a candidate gets their date to go to training um, and once they are there? Sure. Um, again, it's it's not rocket science. I think everybody knows what they need to do. If you're, you know, if your diet is not proper, then you need to change your diet. You need to start eating better. You need to start working on your cardiovascular endurance. And what you got to do is you got to get out and run. Um, as much as people hate to do it, you got to do it. Um, you know, upper body strength, you know, pull-ups, push-ups, um, all that stuff that they did in grade school many, many, many years ago is the, the basics that they're going to start out with when they get here. So why not prepare yourself to arrive here in better shape? I, I you know, to, to add on what, what Frank said, you know, for our tests, it's running, push-ups, and sit-ups. These are all very simple tasks. They don't require equipment. Um, I'd recommend getting a good pair of running shoes as an aside. But outside of that, you know, you do want to improve your running, you go running. You want to improve your push-ups, you do push-ups. You want to improve sit-ups, you do sit-ups. Um, I think it's great he mentioned the diet aspect as well because that certainly comes into play. Um, so it's a fairly easy way to prepare. The, the sooner a candidate starts preparing, even, you know, don't wait until you have an academy date. Sometimes those come quick. You know, I had an academy date left within a week when I went to training um, in the past. So, you know, as soon as someone's interested in this job or, or really any law enforcement job, um, you're going to see a lot of commonalities across the physical standards in law enforcement. You know, get out and start doing those those things if you aren't already. Uh, additionally, within the, the HSI uh, program, as well as I'm sure many other programs here, um, our candidates should be prepared to do a lot of writing, um, working in investigations, and kind of do analytical thinking. Uh, really, essential aspect of the special agent job is being able to articulate facts, observations, and a clear and concise manner. We do a lot of reports and affidavit writing. Um, so we push a lot of practice uh, in training, uh, you know, using the, the physical aspects, but also the mental aspects. So um, everybody should really be prepared to show up and be able to perform physically at a high standard, but also be able to do that on a mental um, basis, because that's really a key aspect to, to this job as well. Is there anything else that potential ICE employees should know about the academy? Well, I would say that, you know, again, 
Todd covered a lot of that in his last answer and everything. But, you know, the students need to be prepared both mentally and physically when they arrive here because they are going to be pushed to the limit on both of those. They may have two tests in one day. They may have a physical fitness test, you know, first thing in the morning. Then they may have to qualify with their firearm. Um, so they're going to be, you know, pushed to the limits here. They have to be mentally prepared just as well as they need to be physically prepared for the academy. You know, I, I think that the trainees that they're they're coming to a good place if they if they um you know do get hired and attend either the HSI Academy or they're going through the Integrated Academy that ERO has. They're both uh, accredited with the Federal Law Enforcement Training Accreditation Body. Um, you know, Fletzy Glencoe, where we are here, is, is probably the top law enforcement training facility in the world, definitely in the country. Um, and in both ERO and HSI have a really excellent, experienced, motivated cadre of instructors. Um, so we really offer some of the best law enforcement training in the federal government. So uh, I think everybody should know that. And um, you know, if they do come here to training, uh, these training programs are pushed to teach what they need to know to get them out there to do the job. We don't have a lot of fluff. We don't have a lot of extra time. That's why we do physical fitness training after hours. Um, they're long days or busy days, um, but we go out of our way to make sure that uh, trainees leave and are prepared mentally, physically, and tactically uh, as, as physically possible. And I would just like to add also that the staff here, both the HSI and the ERO Academy, are, you know, have a vested interest in putting out the best product um, that leaves the academy. And uh, we have a tremendous, you know, rapport between the two academies, and we're willing to help out the students to whatever they need. We run after-hours remedial training. We're willing to meet students early in the morning if they need to. Um, we're, we'll go whatever. We'll do whatever we need to to help the student. Uh, be successful while they're here. You know, ultimately, most of us on, on staff here will eventually return to the field as well, and we'll be working working with or supervising those students that become um, trainee that become special agents or deportation officers. So it's a it's an investment not just in the academy, but in, in who we'll be working with in the field. Well, thank you so much for being with us today, Todd Rignell from HSI and Frank Unger from ERO. I sincerely appreciate your insight into what it takes to be successful at. Um, either through the ERO program or the um, HSI program at FLETC. Thank you both. Thank you. Thank you. To our listeners, please go to ice.gov careers to find detailed information about ICE career tracks, a list of upcoming recruiting events, to sign up for email career update notifications, specific job descriptions, and a list of frequently asked questions. Please join us next time on Careers at ICE to learn more about the agency and how to start your career in law enforcement.